0: Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing our examination of Hebrews chapter 11, which I told you we'd be in here for a while, didn't I? That whole great chapter by faith, by faith. And we saw that it was by faith that Jacob spoke some things over some of his kids. We've gone back to Genesis, chapters 47, 48, and we're in 49 right now, really looking to see what it was that he spoke. And you remember we looked at what uh, he spoke to Joseph's son. Okay, we saw that, Manasseh and Ephraim. And now he's going uh, through each one of his sons, sons by son. Okay, In Genesis 49, he's summoned them together because he knew that the end of his days were coming. And he spoke to Reuben. He spoke to Simeon and to Levi. He spoke to Judah. And each one of these things we covered in the previous episode, he spoke to Zebulun, to Issachar. Now we're down to verse 16 of Genesis 49. And the son, Dan, in verse 16, Israel says this, Dan shall judge his people as one of the tribes of Israel. Dan shall be a serpent in the way, a horned snake in the path that bites the horse's heels so that his rider falls backwards. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, that's verses 16 and 17. That doesn't sound too good, does it? That sounds like there might be some kind of problem with Dan. Well, as prophesied by the father here, there would be a tremendous problem. With Dan. So let me just tell you what it is. I'm going to take us to another portion of scripture and read the entire passage today, maybe. I have to read quick. Dan is the tribe that led Israel into idolatry. Yes, Dan led Israel into idolatry. If you go to Judges chapter 18, verse 1, we sort of jump into account right here. There's a guy named McKay. and McKay, Mackay, Micah. I'm not sure how to say it. I want to try to say Mackay. And Mackay had basically uh, encountered a rogue uh, Levitical priest and had hired him as his own personal priest. So listen to this account, beginning with verse 1. In those days, there was no king of Israel. And in those days, the tribe of the Danites were seeking an inheritance for themselves to live in. For until that day, an inheritance had not been allotted to them as a possession among the tribes of Israel." So the sons of Dan sent for their five family men out of the whole number, valiant men from Zorah and Eshtael, to spy out the land to search for it. And they said to them, Go, search the land. And they came to the hill country of Ephraim, to the house of Mackay, and lodged there. While they were near the house of Mackay, they recognized the voice of the young man, the Levite. So like I said, we jumped in the middle of the story here. But they recognized this guy's voice and realized, well, I mean, we know him. He's a Levitical priest. And they turned aside there and said to him, Who brought you here? And what are you doing in this place? And what do you have to do here? And he said to them, Thus and so has Micah done to me, and he has hired me, and I've become his priest. (laughs) This is not the way that God does things. Folks, there's so much here to be said to us, by the way, uh, and the way that we do leadership within churches. Perhaps we'll talk about that later. Verse 5. They said to him, Inquire of God, please, that we may know whether our way on which we are going will be prosperous. The priest said to them, Go in peace. Your way in which you are going has the Lord's approval. Yeah. Verse 7. Then the five men departed and came to Laish and saw the people who were in it living in security after the manner of the Sidonians, quiet and secure. So this is repeated several times in these upcoming verses, how these people of Laish lived quietly and secure. For there was no ruler humiliating them for anything in the land, and they were far from the Sidonians and had no dealings with anyone. So this group of people were sequestered away. They didn't have a ruler that was humiliating them. Isn't that a wild thing? Uh, How many organizations of man have rulers that are humiliating the people? And so they lived a quiet, peaceful life. Verse 8. When they come back to their brothers at Zorah and Estial, their brothers said to them, What do you report? They said, Arise and let us go against them, for they have seen the land, and we have seen the land, and behold, it is very good. And will you sit still? Do not delay to go. Come on, let's go, enter, possess the land. When you enter, you will come to a secure people with a spacious land. For God has given it into your hand, a place where there is no lack of anything that is on the earth. Then the family of, of the Danites from Zorah and from Eshtehal, 600 men armed with weapons of war set out. They went up and camped at Kiriath-Jerom in Judah. Therefore, they called the place Mahanadan, which means the camp of Dan. Behold, it is west or behind Kiriath-Jerom. They passed from there to the hill country of Ephraim and came to the house of Mackay Verse 14. Then the five men who went to spy out the country of Laish came to the, their kinsmen, and they said this, Do you know that there are in these houses an ephod and household idols and a graven image and a molten image? Now, therefore, consider what you should do. They turned aside there and came to the house of the young man, the Levite, to the house of Mackay and asked of his welfare. The six hundred men armed with their weapons of war, who were of the sons of Dan, stood by the entrance of the gate. So get the deal here. You got this army of six hundred men standing by the gate. Got these five guys going back in this house that they'd encountered before. Verse seventeen. Now the five men who went to spy out the land went up and entered there, and took the graven image and the ephod and the household idols and the molten image. While the priests stood by the entrance of the gates with 600 men armed with weapons of the war. When these went into Mackay's house and took the graven image, the ephod, and household idols, and molten image, the priest said to them, What are you doing? They said to him, Be silent. Put your hand over your mouth and come with us, and be to us a father and a priest. Is it better for you to be a priest to the house of one man or to be priest to a tribe and a family in Israel? So they're stealing the priest, they're stealing the idols, they're stealing everything, and they're giving him a choice. Well, how do you think he responded? He was already living in a way that a priest should not live. Verse 20, the priest's heart was glad, and he took the ephod and household idols and the graven image and went among the people. Then they turned and departed and put the little ones in the livestock and the valuables in front of them. When they'd gone some distance from the house of McKay, the men who were in the houses near McKay's house assembled and overtook the sons of Dan. They cried to the sons of Dan who turned around and said to McKay, "What is the matter with you that you have assembled together? He said, you've taken away my guides, which I made. Isn't that a great line? They're not much of a god if you can make them. You've taken away my guides, which I made, and the priests have gone away. And what do I have besides? So how can you say to me, what is the matter? The sons of Dan said to him, Do not let your voice be heard among us, or else fierce men will fall upon you, and you will lose your life with the lives of your household. They're saying, Shut up and get out of here. We're going to kill you. Verse 26. So the sons of Dan went on their way, and when Mackay saw that they were too strong for him, he turned and went back to his house. Verse 27. Then they took what Mackay had made, and the priest who had belonged to him, and came to Laish, to a people quiet and secure, and struck them with the edge of the sword, and they burned the city with fire. And there was no one to deliver them, because it was far from Sidon, and they had no dealings with anyone. And it was in the valley, which is near Bethlehoph. And they rebuilt the city and lived in it. They called the name of the city Dan, which means judge, after the name of Dan their father, who was born in Israel. However, the name of the city formerly was Laish. The sons of Dan set up for themselves the graven image, and Jonathan, the son of Gershom, the son of Manasseh, he and his sons were priests to the tribes of the Danites until the day of the captivity of the land. So they set up for themselves Micah's graven image, which he had made all the time that the house of God was at Shiloh. So while the house of God was at Shiloh, folks, they set up their own system and did their own thing. Of idolatrous worship. The tribe of Dan paid for this from that time on. Well, we'll look more at this next time, okay? Again, I'm Dale. Thank you. I'll see you then.